from Nathaniel Joseph to Martel Height, and finally, Jabron Harvey. There's a lot of football recruiting talk to discuss on today's episode of the show. Let's get right on into it. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back in to another episode of the Locked On Louisville Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. As always, I'm your host, Dalton Pence. I serve as a credential media member for Cardinal Sports Zone. I also do some PA announcing work for the university in various sports. I want to take this time to personally thank you for making us your first listen of the day. And just a reminder, the Locked On Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services five days a week, your team, every day. This Monday edition of the show will be dedicated to football recruiting talk. We will start out by discussing um, highly ranked four-star wide receiver Nathaniel Joseph, a recent Clemson decommit, deciding to visit the Cardinals program this past weekend. We'll discuss what he could possibly bring to the table for this program. Um, we will then transition into um, analyzing what um, decommit what the decommitment from four-star defensive back Martel Height means for this recruiting class. And then finally, we will end the show by discussing four-star defensive lineman Jabron Harvey cutting his list of five with the Cardinals making the list. Um, we will start out by talking about Nathaniel Joseph. Uh, but before we do that, I, I do want to apologize for the big-time delay. I know that um, on, on a couple of the past episodes, I mentioned that there would be a break. Technically, the podcast is considered to be in the offseason uh, through the months of June and July, but that does not mean that there will not be any content. Um, there just won't be as many episodes as there usually are. So uh, just a heads up that the rest of the month, from here on out will be, um, you know, heavy content day. So there will be shows pretty much uh, at least once a day, uh, Monday through Friday, up until the end of the month um, at the end of next week. Um, so I do want to apologize for, for the um, hiatus, but we are back and the big time football recruiting weekend and actually the biggest football recruiting weekend in the University of Louisville football's program history um, has concluded. It seems like um, there was a ton of fun um, for the recruits. They got to go to Churchill Downs on Saturday night to uh, witness Downs after dark. Um, they had dinner with the coaching staff and things of that nature on Friday night where there were a lot of uh, you know luxury uh, vehicles like Lamborghinis and stuff like that, I believe. I think there was a Lamborghini. I could be wrong. Um, you know, they got uh, some experiences with private jets and stuff like that. Uh, so it just seemed like through social media that there was a ton of fun for the recruits to, um, you know, to, to have throughout this past weekend. Um, but as I mentioned leading up to it over the past couple of weeks, that this was uh, the biggest recruiting weekend in program history. I said that on the airwaves uh, when I hosted uh, the Mike Rutherford show last Tuesday um, with Mike being out. And, you know, I think that at that time there wasn't a confirmation on this. But since that, um, you know, that radio show, four-star wide receiver Nathaniel Joseph ha had decommitted from Clemson and opted to visit the Cardinals program, regardless of, you know, how 
possible, I guess you could say, of the Cardinals getting into this recruitment seriously and um, being, um, you know, a, a possible landing spot. I think that that's, that's pretty self-explanatory when you consider the fact that he took a visit. But it seems like at this point, um, the talk around Joseph's recruitment, I think he's known as Ray Ray, is his nickname. Um, the talk around Ray Ray's recruitment is that it's going to be tough to take him away from South Florida, uh, Miami being a school in particular. There, It's, it's going to be tough to, to take Joseph out of that area. Um, uh, the Clemson decommit, and I believe this is the case, that if you are committed to the Tigers program, you cannot take um, another visit um, if you are committed. So uh, he ended up decommitting, um, tweeted out, you know, earlier this past week that, you know, Clemson is still in the running, but obviously if you're reading the tea leaves, well, it, it seems like Joseph opting to take other visits obviously means that he might not necessarily be sold on Clemson, or even if he is, it seems like um, he wants to at least, um, you know, exhaust all options, you know, check off all the boxes, make sure that he's making the right decision. But regardless of how you spin it, the Cardinals getting a visit here this quickly is huge. The 105th best player, according to the 24-7 sports composite rankings in the 2023 class, he is the 16th best prospect at the position. The 21st best in the Sunshine State, 5'8 wide receiver, 170 pounds from Miami, Florida, um, a standout of Ed Edison High School in South Florida. Um like I mentioned, a ton of big-time offers was committed to Clemson. Uh, Miami is in the mix. Texas A&M is another school to watch out for. Holds a, a Alabama offer. Um, it looks like he will be visiting Miami uh, next weekend. So I think that that's kind of the big question mark surrounding his recruitment, right? Whether or not you know he comes away from that visit next weekend uncommitted i think that that's where um you know some of the concerns lie and it, i think it's a very very valid concern with him being um, a native of south florida the talk already being that it's going to be hard to take him away from the south florida area you do have to have some you know caution and some skepticism of whether or not you know miami's going to be pushing hard for his commitment uh when he takes that visit coming up next weekend um in terms of who he is as a player andrew ivans the southeast recruiting analyst for 24 7 sports last may projected him as a day three nfl prospect for uh, you know between the four and fourth and seventh round um uh, his um NFL comparison was you know, Ray Ray McLeod, you know, nicknamed Ray Ray. You know, it's only fitting that he's compared to a player like Ray Ray, Ray McLeod, who, you know, at Clemson was involved in a bunch of different packages, was kind of a kind of I wouldn't necessarily call him a running back or a receiver, um, you know, um, in terms of his primary position, because I felt like Dabo Sweeney and company got him the ball in a handful of different ways. Uh, but Nathaniel Joseph Probably more of a of a true wide receiver. This is what Ivans had to say, and I quote, a playmaking slot receiver with an elite burst that doubles as a dangerous return man, can attack the flats and turn short little drive routes into long gains. Ability to quickly start slash stop makes it difficult for defenders to corral him, makes up for his smaller catch radius with his overall feel for the position as he understands how to beat zone coverage and work for his quarterback. 
He goes on to say, tracks the ball well over his shoulder and owns rather reliable hands. Not much context available when it comes to top-end speed, but was able to break 4.2 in the short shuttle in the spring before his junior season and has outran plenty of talented defenses under the lights down in South Florida. Has experience living up in the backfield, or I'm sorry, lining up in the backfield and could be utilized on jet sweeps or quick swing passes following pre-snap motions. Uh, will need to develop some core strength once he reaches the next level as it won't be as easy to slip away from college-sized linebackers and safeties. Should, however, emerge as a multi-year contributor for a Power 5 program given how he changes direction and releases from the inside, likely to compete for a spot right away on both punt and kick return. So, do I have to spell it out? With me reading that at excerpt it should be obvious of who that reminds you of if you don't even hear a player's name if i just were to randomly read you that excerpt who comes to mind what former global player comes to mind tutu atwell a native of miami florida um went to um you know the same high school that teddy bridgewater went to came through the global program um spent three years to where he really, really showed out, um, basically did the things that uh, Ivans has projected for Nathaniel Joseph. I think that um, being able to, you know, utilize as both a um, you know player in special teams, but also kind of as like a Swiss army knife on the offensive end, right? So we've already seen how Scott Satterfield can game plan and, you know, style his offense so to speak around a receiver of that caliber a smaller receiver that um you know isn't necessarily overly strong but has a ton of um you know elusiveness um has a ton of you know agility and acceleration once he touches the ball you know you have to wonder if it's a house call you, you know he, that home run ability every single time he touches the ball one of those players that you have to know where he is at all times like it, there's so many comparisons, um, you know, between Joseph and Tutu Atwell, and that's what kind of leads me to believe that you know, if you're Scott Satterfield and company, this past weekend, I would assume that the approach is, hey, Ray Ray, I literally got a guy to the league that plays just like you, that you have very, um, you know, similar uh, tendencies to. You know, we have a we had a smaller receiver that came through here, uh, played special teams, but I got him the ball in different ways: jet sweeps, uh, swing passes, um, you know, intermediate routes, slants over the middle, deep balls. I found a way to utilize Tutu Atwell's skill set in in the best ability. Now, you have an opportunity to come in with one of the best recruits, uh, quarterback recruits in the country, in Pierce Clarkson, and possibly play right away. You could be a guy that competes for playing time right away so i think that the the pitch from scott satterfield and lance taylor is that hey we've had a guy that came through here literally just two years ago that you could be just like and we could get you to the league and you will be able to you know have a role like that and you know we've we've utilized that skill set um but you know obviously it's going to depend on well What's going to happen after this June 24th weekend? Is he going to be on commitment watch? I feel better for Louisville's chances if Joseph either A, obviously commits before the visit, or B, 
does not come away from that visit to Coral Gables with a commitment looming. So um, uh, it'll obviously be kind of one of those wait-and-see approaches in terms of this recruitment. But overall, just the fact that you know he decommitted and immediately scheduled a visit to the University of Louisville is huge news for the program. So uh, we'll transition over into, unfortunately, some um, disappointing news as the Cardinals received their first decommitment of the recruiting cycle. That is four-star defensive back Martel Height. We will discuss what that means for the program and the recruiting class in general after we talk about our friends and the title sponsor of the show, Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news. Uh, it is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. As always, I want to take this time to personally thank you for making us your first listen of the day. And just a reminder, the Locked On Global podcast is free on all streaming services five days a week. Your team every day. Well, over the past couple weeks... It seemed like there was um, chatter that um, uh, you know Georgia defensive back Martel Height could be decommitting from the program. Um, there, I think, is a rumor that um, a coach of his is now going to be on staff at Vanderbilt. So it seems like the Commodores are going to be the program in the lead, um, and he's gotten some crystal ball projections um, as of recently. So. Um, it seemed like the writing was on the wall when he decommitted from the program late on Sunday evening. The 5'11", 161-pound defensive back from Rome High School in Rome, Georgia, uh, originally committed to the Cardinals program on that big recruiting weekend in January. Uh, and at the time, I believe that he was, I believe that he was a a mid three-star level prospect. I could be wrong, so don't hold me to this, but I think he was in the top 600. Well, now he has definitely risen up through the rankings, currently a composite four-star according to 24-7 Sports Composite. Uh, He's a three-star on 24-7 Sports, uh, but in terms of the composite, the 365th best recruit in the uh, 2023 cycle, the 36th best cornerback, and the 36th best prospect in the state of Georgia. So what does this mean? for the Louisville football recruiting class as a whole and for the program moving forward. Well, currently, as you can see with um, how Satterfield uh, addressed the defensive backs room in the transfer portal and at the end of the 2022 recruiting cycle, and now how he's continuing to make that a point of emphasis in Flyville 23 is that he's looking to completely overhaul the secondary for the University of Louisville. And as he should, you're possibly going to go through some, you know, some number losses at the end of the season. Catrell Clark is a guy that probably will end up going to the NFL. Kendrick Duncan Jr. is likely going to be gone. You're probably going to lose a guy like maybe MJ Griffin as well. And some of the um, graduate transfers will not be around for too long. So uh, it's never too early to focus on the future here. If you are Scott Satterfield, Brian Brown, Wesley McGriff, and company, um, 
the good news for the University of Louisville is that they already have a good amount of defensive backs committed. Uh, you have Aaron Williams, who is a is a potential lockdown quarterback at the next level, top 150 prospect, who leads your defensive backs to recruiting. Um, you also have some other defensive backs like um, – you have, <clears throat> excuse me, Jaden Davis, who is a safety from Swanee, Georgia. Uh, you have Jeremiah Collins, who is a quarterback slash safety. And you also have Raekwon Adkins, uh, who is rising up through the rankings as well. All four of them are inside of the top 800 in the recruiting cycle. So, I mean, it could be a lot worse. Obviously, obviously it's not necessarily something that you can spend positively because for good reason, Martel Height saw his recruiting stock uh, rise pretty significantly. So, um, yeah, you have to fo- you know, focus on that. But they do have four defensive backs committed, so it's not something that you're going to you know see a lot of desperation from the coaching staff. I'm interested to see what other names that the coaching staff goes after. Do they circle back around to a guy like Jay Sean Frosto Ramos? the teammate of St. John Bosco High School quarterback Pierce Clarkson, um, or do they you know, possibly go after some different names? It seems like new names keep popping up for the University of Louisville in this recruiting cycle, so uh, definitely one to keep an eye out on. But at the end of the day, it, 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 it's a tough loss. Um, I was really, really looking forward to uh, Martel Hyde at the next level. Um, he is a two-way player. Plays wide receiver uh, for Rome, um, actually two-way, but uh, being recruited mainly as a defensive back. So you see that versatility. Um, he, he could have also been a player that could have could have played offensively for the University of Louisville if um, you know uh, Scott Satterfield and company saw that as a possibility. But overall, um, it sucks. It dropped the recruiting class from the top 10. Now I think it's ranked 15th in the 2023 cycle in the team rankings. But at the end of the day, it's not going to be something that I think that this uh, program is going to dwell on. Uh, but I do think that they're going to still continue to recruit Martel Hyde, uh, hoping to maybe reconvince him to join the, um, join the class at a later time. So that's going to be all the bad news uh, that we have for this episode of the show. We're going to uh, end the episode with some, some pretty solid news Uh Highly rated four-star defensive end Jabron Harvey recently cut his list to five. The Cardinals made that list. What does he bring to the table? We will discuss that here in the next segment. Obviously, if you are listening to this audio-wise, you are probably you're going to hear some um, implemented uh, advertisements. If you are watching this on YouTube, obviously you will not. So um, be uh, aware of that. But the final segment of the show will be dedicated to talking about the list cut of a top uh, four-star defensive end, Jay Braun Harvey, who is ranked as the 188th best prospect uh, nationally for in the 2023 cycle, according to the 24-7 Sports Composite, the 25th best edge rusher, and the sixth best recruit in the state of North Carolina, six foot three, two hundred and fifteen pounds from Durham, North Carolina, a standout of Southern High School. Um, his list cut uh, last week included the Cardinals, along with North Carolina, South Carolina, Wake Forest, and Oklahoma. Has a ton of offers. Uh, excuse me, um, a lot from from. Excuse me, I got the hiccups. Um, he has a lot from the uh, some big time Power Five schools. He. 
recently was a part of that big official visit group over the past weekend. Matt McGavick of uh, Louisville Report, uh, Louisville Sports Illustrated site, uh, posted his statistics in a post last week. Um, 11 games of action last season, 129 total tackles, 54 of those were solo. 35 of those tackles were for a loss, and oh my goodness, 28 and a half sacks. Had eight pass deflection, two forced fumbles, and an interception. Simply put, those are video game numbers. There's one of two things. Either the competition might not necessarily be too great. I mean, Durham, North Carolina, you would think it's it's decent competition. Or Jaron Harvey is way underrated. But then again, he's ranked in the top 200, so obviously um, scouts are – you know, pretty high on on his um, on on his uh, potential. Uh, Brian Doan, the national recruiting analyst of twenty four seven Sports, back in February projected him as a Power Five starter. He had this to say about Jabron Harvey: verified size with length, has frame and skill set for edge rusher. Will be able to play at two hundred thirty pounds. Incredibly productive player with twenty eight sacks, one hundred twenty nine tackles as a junior. Plays both sides of the ball in various roles at Southern. High-level athlete with excellent burst at snap. Twitchy prospect gets off quickly and stays low while eating up space in first few steps. Plays standing up and with hand on ground. Has motor and works to fight through double teams. He goes on to say, changes direction well and chases down plays on backside. Timing and anticipation of snap are excellent. Shows closing speed and body control. Uses a swim move at times, especially when fiending outside and moving inside has to continue to develop in the weight room relies heavily on physical talent but mo- but must refine technique at times loops to the backfield rather than dipping shoulder and exploding toward ball carrier has to show he can be consistent in stacking and shredding when ball is run at him has athleticism to drop into coverage but needs to work on technique of it um multi-year starter at top 20 power five program size could keep him from being high NFL draft pick, but has NFL draft potential. When I watch Harvey play at 6'3", 215 pounds, uh, not necessarily from a size perspective because uh, he was a little, uh, the guy that I'm about to mention was a little bit taller and, and um, you know, had more weight. But the way he gets after the quarterback, um, you know, with his physical talent, I, he reminds me a lot of uh, former Florida State edge rusher Jermaine Johnson, who was just selected as a first round pick in this uh, past 2022 NFL draft. Um, he really is able to get after the quarterback, as you see with those 28 and a half sacks. Um, We'll have to add weight, um, but but as you know, Brian said, adding 15 pounds of muscle uh, would be sustainable for his playing style. Um, from a aspect of the University of Louisville, this makes a lot of sense. Um, addressing the defensive line, um, you know, you get a guy like Popeye Williams in the last class. Um, you know, Yaya Diaby is going to be gone likely. Um, you have uh, Ashton Gelati, who's going to be a junior. Uh, once Jabron is a freshman, so uh, at the very least, it seems like Jabron could be a um, you know a depth piece uh, to start out. But you know, pl- uh, play for the future, you know, having meaningful depth while he adds weight. I think you know year two could be huge for Harvey at at a respective college program. Look, I think that this move makes too much sense, right? Um, anytime you're addressing the defensive line. Um, I, I think that the University of Louisville is continuing to, um, you know, add some 
some more players on, on the defensive line. They already have a commitment from four-star edge rusher Adonijah Green, who has risen up a lot through the rankings as well. So um, adding two premier edge rushers would be exactly what the doctor ordered for Scott Satterfield and Mark Ivey. Um, you know, Wesley McGriff, Brian Brown, and the whole defensive coaching staff for the University of Louisville. Um, there's really not much more to analyze here in, in that respect because uh, it, it's not a position that has a ton of competition. Like I mentioned, Yaya Diaby is going to be gone. So you have, um, you know, a, a spot open, whether or not that goes to Popeye Williams, you know, Adonijah Green, J. Ron Harvey, regardless. Uh, you know, it shows that the versatility, he can play standing up. He can play with his hand in the, in the dirt. Um, so with the, uh, it seems like the University of Louisville is going to deploy uh, different base packages this upcoming season is, is kind of the vibe that I'm getting. So um, we'll kind of know more uh, about how J. Ron Harvey could fit into this um, system when we kind of see what Brian Brown has in mind for the upcoming season. But ultimately, you know, getting some big time depth in at the very least, because I do think, you know, you watch the you watch the film, J. Ron Harvey uh, you know, jumps off of the screen. Um, I think that uh, he is exactly what the doctor ordered here for the University of Louisville. So uh, we talked about three uh, football recruits, Nathaniel Ray-Ray Joseph, um, Martel Height, and his decommitment, and also Jabron Harvey and his uh, you know, list cut to five. Tomorrow will be some more football recruiting news. Uh, Raymond Polito, Polito, I, I think I'm saying that wrong. Um, a five-star in the 2024 class has cut his list to 10. The Cardinals are included, so be sure to look out for that. Um, as always, thanks again for making us your first listen every day. The first picks of the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft have been made. Search now for Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and get over 50 insiders. Uh, the Odyssey app, sports experts, the draft experts of Locked On NBA Big Board, and more. The five-episode Ultimate NBA Mock Draft is underway. Make Ultimate NBA Mock Draft your second listen today. But that's going to wrap up this edition of the show. Everyone have a great day. We will see you right back here tomorrow.